Awesome. And we're back. Week two with the boys. Fantastic. Awesome feedback. Certified Bucker Boys back for week two with Let's me, Ehaka, Tom, and along for the ride. Lads, how was the week been? Any highlights? Any lowlights? I'll kick us off, eh? Go on, Tom. Um, so as you're all aware, I'm a uh, semi-amateur professional basketball coach. Um, I've had a pretty illustrious career spanning multiple seasons. Um, Wasn't it just two? No, I've been coaching for about seven years. Um, but not only this, I've also um, I've crossed codes and I've been doing a bit of first 15 coaching. Yeah, but um, the other day, I was approached. Somebody must be listening to the podcast and heard me heard my absolute dribble about how we went deep into the line every play with the Warriors. <laughs> and now I've been asked to coach a rugby league team. So <laughs> No, you haven't. Not from this podcast, no, I have. Tom. I have. Not from this <laughs> podcast. I mean, no, it wasn't from this podcast, but... You never know. It could have been. been. I mean, yeah, it could have been. Uh, so, been approached, approached to coach a bit of a rugby league. So Are they like under 12s? I was going to say, is that in the NRL or is that local? <laughs> uh, no, it's just local. Local team. Bit of 11 aside, you know. Got to start somewhere. Yeah, have to. Is your, are you trying to ascend to a place? You know how they call Andrew Webby? Would you love it if they called you Tommy, like in the end? Is that, is that, nah, like a that sounds for you? too soft? Yeah, it does. Just, I don't even know what, what my nickname could be. Manny? Manny. Manny. <laughs> nah, Webby's a nah, classic what, name, though. What about something that just has nothing to do with your name, you know? But, <laughs> I, I did used to be called Tonka Tom when I was a rugby player. So. Oh, what if they just called you Tonka? Yeah, that, I'd like, I'd rate that. <laughs> T-Dog. Yeah, T-Dog. T-Dog. It's a bit casual though, isn't it? Yeah, just a little bit. Aiden, any highlights from you? Anything that could top um, that? You've been scouted as well? No, I haven't been scouted, unfortunately. My knowledge oh. mustn't have been as good, but... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, as I was just saying, got the Wordle and won the other day. It's probably the highlight of the year. Um, and yeah, I did have a year. child. I was about to say, did you have a child? Still the highlight? Uh, it'd be up there. It would be up there. Hopefully, Laura doesn't listen to the pod. But uh, yeah, um, we also had a massive win at basketball on Sunday. Uh, me and Tom just absolutely holding it down in the middle. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, we were lacking three of our bigs. So we had to Is this Prims on a Saturday? No, not prims. Don't be silly. Over 23s, uh, oh. I now like to call it. Also known as Div 1. Yeah, good. Yeah, but so uh, these, good win. Are these the, the past their prime, but still still can get loose for like 10 and 15? Yeah, 100%. Uh, a lot, lot of high rebound numbers. Uh, a lot yeah, of high turnover numbers. Why do you think, why do you think it's um, 15? Yeah, not, not, many, not many high assist numbers and um, some pretty mediocre field goal percentages, but it's all in the name of fun and winning. Of course. And winning. Yeah. yeah. You forgot to mention you? it was uh, against our old club. Yeah, well, it was a bit of a rivalry game. Yeah. Brought the best out of the boys. Everybody Good. turned out. Always need a little bit of adversity or something, something to light the fire. Yeah. 100%. The fire was lit. Yeah. Um, yeah, what about you, Ihaka? What, what What's Auckland doing for you in the last week? Uh, recently joined a social basketball team. So, yeah, that was actually that was just just a small win. 
you know, and the hustle and bustle of the city. So yeah. just, just, I got asked by one of my mates if, if I wanted to join. So um, actually, I, that's, that's a bold faced lie. I asked him if I could join his team. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, he said, yeah, they're looking for players. So it just worked out really well. Um, but just, just nice to know someone was in my corner, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It was, that's the old problem, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Shoot a few threes, play next to no defense. Yeah. Get mad, get mad at other people for not playing defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, get back. Get back. Yeah. <laughs> or like pull down a rebound and look really just flustered like nobody else has been doing it. Sub if you're tired. Yeah. 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 Just sub if make you're sure, tired. <laughs> make sure the subs are rolling. So ah, just all around good vibes. And then talk, talk, talk seriously about the breakdown after the game. Be very yeah. like, ah, yeah, look, I should have gone over the screens a little bit more. Maybe if we doubled in the corner. <laughs> just 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 kind of that analysis trap it trap out top yeah <laughs> so look just just fun things to look forward to i'll give you those updates as we go guys but yeah no, that's, know, that's that's a, that could be a whole 15 minute segment each week to be honest oh that and how um how me and my son play among us like every other day um it's always always a good little 15 minutes so yeah you know just just the small ones guys just the small ones, small ones um yeah. Hey, but look, moving moving along a little bit here, Aiden, certified, not certified. I think you're a little little thing for us, have you? Yeah, I do. Listen, I've uh, made a game. It's completely original, uh, not ripped off anybody. Um, called certified, not certified. I'm going to give you five things. Um, and then I just want to hear from both of you whether you think they are certified or not certified. Um, feel free to go in, in depth with it if you want to, um, or just leave it as, as one word answer, you know, a bit of mystery. Um, so first one I've got here is drinking from the bottle straight from the fridge. So for example, you you know, you're taking a bottle of Coke out of the fridge and just drinking straight from it, putting it back. Hey, Hucker, thoughts? Not, not certified. I know Tom's going to say certified because he's a sicko, but, um, <laughs> no, surely, surely you're putting that in a, in a cup, right? It just oh. like, especially if you're living with people, come on now. Yeah. Up, up or to is you. This, oh, oh. Look, not certified. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm living alone, and oh, nah, nah, that's yes, yeah, not certified. Yeah, I'm still going, certified. still going in the cup, even if yes. you're living alone. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, see, I'm I, definitely, definitely certified. I knew it. I um, knew it as soon as you asked that question. I'd... But see, the thing is, I don't do it out of like a fizzy bottle, just a milk bottle. Oh, but now, you, were, you were talking about if you're living with people. Let's see. I, I do it more to like stake my claim. Like I don't want people drinking my milk, so I purposely do it in front of people. You know, I'm like, this is my milk. I drink out of it. And and you're like, I've got COVID. Just by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but definitely certified out of a milk bottle. I'm definitely certified as well. Listen, this was a, a topic in the household last week. We don't share drinks with uh, our flatmate, but um, what I was telling Laura is we had a bottle of chocolate milk, and I was drinking straight out of it, and she got mad at me because she hates it, and I was like. You have to try chocolate milk out of the bottle. It tastes better than in a glass. And she did. She came around to it. Now she loves it. Interesting. I, I don't really have a leg to stand on because I've lived both lives. And I've, I've 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 thought to myself why I'm doing it like just straight out of the bottle. What am I doing? Like normally yeah. things haven't been going right in my life for me to do that. And normally yeah. it's there's other things going on that that, that made me 
lead to that decision. So that's deeper cuts. Yeah, I'll leave you with that. We'll get we'll get into the darker stuff later. Um, Number two, we're just going to go tucking your trackies into your socks. Oh god, that's not certified. Not certified from you? No, I hate it. It's an awful look. You don't like people doing it. You don't like yourself doing it. It's just a weird feeling. I want to feel. I want to feel socks on that part of the foot. I don't want to feel. I don't want to tuck in tracksuit pants into my socks. Like what? That's just counterintuitive. Fair enough, Tom. I know you'll be uh, different on this, surely. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely certified. I just. I don't like a baggy, baggy loose fit at the bottom. So. Having a wear tuck just provides that extra comfort, extra warmth, and better look, in my opinion. And as a coach, when you're on the sidelines, you want to stay warm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm also certified on this for the warmth reason. I feel like cold air can get up your trackies, and oh, it's just okay. bad vibes all around. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um, third one: uh, subtitles on movies and TV shows. Ihaku. Uh. Actually, I went through a period where I used to have subtitles on TV shows. It depends if I'm if I'm really invested or not. It's like a TV show like that I need to know what's going on. I normally put subtitles on, so I understand. But if it's like The Office or like Friends or something, then no, I don't. So I look. Um, I'm. I can see both both points of view. So I'm gonna say certified. To be honest, love it, Tom. Not certified. Can't stand oh. subtitles. Fair enough. This guy, man. I'm uh I'm recently certified, probably within the last year. Um, yeah, yeah, good. Convert. I used to be heavily non-certified, but now I'm certified. So, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um, we'll go to a couple sport ones to finish off here. Um, bit more relatable to the pod. I've got the USA FIBA World Cup side. Tom, not certified at all. No. What? Like, I can't even. I can't even name you one person on the team. Jared Brunson. <laughs> Yeah, he's there. Is he their star? I'd say Brandon Ingram is probably their marquee player, or Anthony I, Edwards for the more. I have seen the team, fan. so I can. I do have a league to stand on. I just cannot remember who's in this team, but I know. <laughs> I was I couldn't rattle off all twelve for you right now, but I could probably give you a handful. Um, I'm looking at the team right now. Yeah, oh, gun to the head. Gun to the head. I couldn't tell you more than like three players. I'm going to say not certified. Well, I mean, like Walker Kessler is like right their second big. Even though I'm the biggest Anthony Edwards fan of all time, yeah, love Ant. Yeah, I love Ant so much. Yeah, I'm I'm probably on the non-certified uh, spectrum as well. Um, there's probably well, just... 20 guys in the league that are better than everyone on the roster. Just one of them would have made made it a bit more exciting. So let me just rattle off real quick. I think the starting lineup will be I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> going to be. Don't say Walker Kessler. It's going to be Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, Brandon Ingram, Jaron Jackson Jr. That's dusty. Yeah. I reckon Halliburton doesn't start, but I reckon he is one of their best players. That's like a starting end of the tournament. That's like one of those starting fives you see at like those Rico Hines runs, and you're like, "Oh, they are cooking in the off season." <laughs> like that team's that team's like absolutely loaded. Like yeah. that's that that's the kind of vibes it gives me. Tell at you what, one point, really surely you just get the Nova boys out there and let them cook. I was about to say, yeah. Get those Jay Ryan. Run, <laughs> Who's coaching that team? 
Still uh, Steve Kerr. No, is it Pop? Pop and Kerr? Uh, I think yeah, it's I Pop and Kerr. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're locked into the Olympics. Lord knows what team they're going to put out for the Olympics. Yeah, God, who knows? Oh, well, um, that wraps up Certified Not Certified. Uh, once again, the completely original game that hasn't been stolen from anybody. Um, mm. Hopefully that gives a little more insight to who we are as people for uh, the three people listening that don't know us. Um, shout out to yeah. you guys. Did um, we have a listener in Africa? Is that what you said? No, there was a Belgian listener, I think it was. Oh, shout out to um, you. Yeah, yeah, shout out to our Belgian listeners there. Lukaku. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Um, they don't really cover many sports they play <laughs> in Belgium. Just wait, just wait till the Premier League starts up again. That was a that was a great joke, but I feel like I spoke over it and I'm so sorry. <laughs> I heard it. I enjoyed it. Lukaku was the first person that was like either him in Hazard or KDB, but I couldn't get Lukaku. <laughs> <laughs> all right moving <laughs> thank you for that moving right along ab's on the weekend boys looking in form oh, at, at the mcg absolutely smoking aussie what do we think tom um i just thought it was yeah i thought it was world class i remember watching the game and i think you know, it was pretty close half but i just remember thinking we're just going to run on them at the end of this game here. Like they, they were throwing, I like, you know, if you got a 12 round boxing match, it was like a boxer just for six rounds, throwing absolute haymakers. The other fighter getting some jabs and defending everything. And then the next six rounds just pile on. Like they were gassed and we just, yeah, absolutely piled on the points. Um, I remember saying, I think I might've texted you boys this actually at one stage. I said too much, um, too much Bodie, Bowden Barrett for my liking. And then about, I think it was, I've got it written down here, the 30 minute mark. Um, Richie finally gets involved as first receiver and we just pound the ball up the field. And then I think to end the half, absolute pill by Richie to get a try in the corner. Yeah, I think I would um, back that point up. It did feel like Bodie was sort of involving himself too much. Um, and not letting the game come to him, and mm. yeah, we didn't we didn't quite see the dual playmaking uh, in full force like we did against South Africa two weeks prior when I felt like they were lining up on opposite sides of the ruck. Um, this time it just seemed like Bodie was trying to put himself in sort of first second receiver every every position he possibly could. Um, didn't quite work out in the first half, and he sort of relaxed a little into the second, and then ended up getting subbed off and thought things flowed a little better yeah kind of to tail that i wasn't the biggest fan of mark talia getting a little bit too involved in the midfield there he was like trying to do a little bit too much where i thought he could just maybe stick on the wing a little bit um and also just not yeah, not the biggest cody taylor fan at the moment i don't know wow. if he yeah <laughs> i know a little, a little bit left field there but i've i feel like he's a little 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 too many errors but i don't know if that's just how we are with these lineups at the moment or whatnot, but just never been the biggest fan. So you are such an I'm, Aucklander now. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not. It's, yeah. I'm just being objective. I, I love Will Jordan. Don't worry. It's just taken I'm a gone. lot, a lot. It's taken a lot for my family up here to like Will Jordan, but I've gone the other way. Like I was, you, you appreciate him more. Nah. Well, yeah, I was all in on Tokyoha being our number two. 
yeah. I reckon these first two games, Cody Taylor's been unbelievable. And I'd, I'd have him starting yeah. at hooker in the World Cup now. I wouldn't have said that three months ago. I think they're definitely locked in as your two hookers. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not saying take him out of the team. I just said I just didn't think I was yeah, like yeah. overly impressed with him. That's all. Yeah, we'll have to see against the European sides. I think Takeaho might be a bit better, better ball runner, stronger, could be a bit more effective against those, you know, the islands and the Frances of the world. He's, but he's just a little. He's a little. Like not as accurate in the lineout, which I think Cody Taylor yeah. showed about the quarterfinals of Super Rugby. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Through to these games, and I, I just think I think he's been hitting hard. I think he's been doing a lot of work on the ruck. Definitely not the absolute ball carry like Tokiaho is, but no, no. Another um player I thought stood out. I think I was saying to you, Tom, uh, Don Pupley was a little quiet in the first half. Yeah. Uh, but he was probably my player of the half for the second. He just seemed to be in everything. Um, he was carrying a lot more. You just notice the number seven at, at more breakdowns, which is what I want to see personally. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I felt like he really stood up. In the first half, I was I was saying, are we missing Sam Kane? And yeah. I think we were, but in the second, yeah, um, Big Pups stood up, came to the show, and uh, sort of earned that jersey. Not not yeah. moving forward, I don't think, but you know, he's definitely contesting for it. Yeah, he sh- showed he doubled down on the faith that um, Fozzie gave him. Um, one thing, can someone clarify to me the seven got it written down here, seven minute forty, when uh they scored. I think it was their big uh big number eight. What's his name? Rob um, Valentini. Valentini. Um, how was that not a double movement? Like. What? Well, it's, it's it's different to league, which I know we're more accustomed to these days. So you're allowed to reach out in union. I was about to say, yeah, you're allowed to reach once you once you. Oh, um, but have they? But they, somebody was telling me that you're allowed to hit the ground, and then you're allowed to make a movement to reach out. But I feel yes. like a yeah, few years ago you, do you couldn't do that. Once the ball is down, you, you can't propel yourself. So you can't yeah. propel your whole body. You can move forward. But what happened was it because it was a ruck. He sort of got that that um, that momentum from behind from Australian players piling into the ruck, which gave him that natural momentum forward and a reach out. Which is, I just reckon if it looks clunky, call cool a dull movement, and that looks clunky as well. It did look clunky, but the the TMO and the ref seemed to agree a hundred percent on it that it was fine. So as long yeah, as that's fun, their, fun, you know, as long yeah, as they're confident with the call, I'm happy. It's my problem with the union at the moment. There's so many rules, and it's just start, yeah. stop, start, stop, start, stop. Comparatively, the league where it's so much smoother and like just a bit of product to watch. I thought Barnes did a really good job, though. I thought, yeah, I thought it he was kept well the game. Read. He kept it flowing pretty well, and he didn't have like extremely long advantages like you've been seeing in Super Rugby this year. But um, one thing: coverage of the well, the guys ran out of the tunnel at about nine forty-five, and I don't think the full-time whistle was till 12, which is – it didn't feel like it took that long, but that's really yeah. long for for coverage yeah. for rugby. Usually it's yeah. sort of an hour 40, 45, but that was sort of two two fifteen. which, yeah, as as you say about league, it's a, it's an easier product to watch. Um, but the rugby – it certainly didn't feel that long. I wasn't left thinking, oh, God, this is dragging on. But it was yeah. entertaining. I thought, the whole I thought it was a good test. 
Awesome. MCG sold out as well. Oh, the crowd. I couldn't believe did it. Not, did not think that was going to be the case. So many black jerseys. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think the last time we played in Melbourne, what, years ago, right? Yeah, not at MCG yeah. either. Would have been at Marvel. Yeah. Or um, wherever the Storms play. Um, Amy Park? Yeah, that's the one. Amy. I'm just yeah. reading over some of the notes here. That... um. That the Frizzell try that we got that four minute thirty mark. Mm. Um, I remember it was a. I think did Richie put or maybe Bowden Barrett put the kick up. It was a great contest from Jordan in the air, and we got the pill back real fast. And then Smith put that like box kick to the corner. That's where yeah. it went out. Where we got that had that line out. Yeah. That passage of play, we went like seventy meters up the field in like a space of thirty seconds. Yeah, we were moving. It was incredible to see that that hit. That Barrett put on for Frizzell try was unbelievable. My um my mate had Frizzell first try scorer and he was just beside himself there. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> when he when he put it on and told me about it, I was like, who the fuck puts money on Frizzell to score first? Yeah, I had money on Cody just because it's usually safe, but yeah, Frizzell that was that's outside the box, and he just happened he just came across and like put it down like he didn't even work yeah. for. It. Will Jordan anytime try scorer must get being hammered at the TAB, right? Every game. Oh, I've won some coin off that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A couple of dollars have been made off of Jordan anytime. He's pretty good. For I, think it's, I think it's like, what, 23 tries and 23 tests? Yeah, he's an absolute weapon. I mean, Speaking all, of all, Jordan, all the All Black winners um, come in and score tries at a rate like that. But yeah, he's world class. Rico Yanni had like 50 from 20 tests, didn't he? Wasn't quite the sit of any Sivivadu level like that. It wasn't the Joe Rokathoko level. Um, yeah, it wasn't no, the Zinzan Brook level. Speaking of Will Jordan, um, his move to fullback, I really rated it. I reckon he just gets mm. gets a pill in his hands more more in the middle of the field, and he just opens up the play so much. Eh? I love it. I hope next test he's starting at fifteen. He just always seems to be the right place at the right time. And he yeah. makes the right calls when he has the ball as well. He's not holding the ball too long if he's passing it. And he's always got the right spacing. He's never yeah. too bunched up. When you see some of these other people, they're right next to somebody else. And they're like, get the ball and they're panicked. And they're like, oh, what the hell? What do I, what do, I do now? He's just yeah. very under control. Yeah. Off the off the back of that, do you want to give us your World Cup 23, Tom? And- yeah, so we uh, we had a had an avid, passionate listener ask if we could give our World Cup twenty three. Mm. So um, I've compiled a wee list here. Um, so I've gone. Um, anyway, she can I screen share this with you guys? So it might make it easier for you to see it. I would be surprised if mine is actually much different from yours, Tom. Here we go. So I've got Ethan Groot. Ethan Negroot, um, Cody Taylor, as I talked about before, because mm. I just think he's been, since the quarterfinals of Super Rugby to now, he's just been unbelievable in my eyes. Um, obviously, Tyrell Lomax. Like, I think those two yeah. props have just solidified themselves. Yeah. Um, I've gone Whitelock at four. Uh, I think Retallick's done nothing wrong. I mean, Scott Barrett's obviously the, the in-form lock. Yes. I think yeah. Whitelock, he's just so damaging in like our counter lineouts. And I just think if you've got Scott Barrett, you don't essentially need Retallick as much. Um, 
I've then gone Frizzell at six because he's he's been really solid. Um, obviously, Ethan Blackadder should be back by then, but with limited rugby, it's kind of hard to just slot him in. Um, Kane at seven, obviously, he's captain, which is unfortunate. Um, <laughs> Adi Savir at eight, Aaron Smith, number nine, Mwanga at 10, Talia at 11, Jordy Barrett at 12, Yuani at 13. Got to highlight this one here for you. Sean Stevenson at 14. And that's so I can slot in my man, Will Jordan, at fullback. Can you uh, elaborate on Stevenson at 14 for us? Well, I know Fozzie, and that went back to old um, Sir Steve Hansen. Um, they love putting like a, a 14 that can kind of cover fullback a bit. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why they love Will Jordan at 14. But for me to have Jordan at 15, I need to have somebody at 14 that can do that. And I think Sean Stevenson offers that. Right. Um, that's probably a fair opinion of him. Haven't seen him in a black jersey yet, so... I know yeah, this is, so this is a, what you want to see, not a predicted, but... Yeah, yeah this, is, this is not predicted. This is this is what I think the World Cup 23 should be, not pre- a prediction. Yeah. Um, Tokiaho, obviously. There's the other hooker, like covered. They're both the hookers. Um, Fletcher Newell is the other prop. I think Nepo Lalala and Offa Tonafasi are pretty washed these days. Yeah. And saying enough. that, I have Nepo there because we have no other props. Um, Brody Retallick is our lock off the bench. Dalton Papali at 20. I've gone old rookie Cam Royard as our halfback. Um, Anton Leonard Brown because he covers twelve and thirteen, and then Bowden Barrett. And that's my team. Yeah, quite, I quite like that. Um, yeah, so do I. My, I, I wouldn't. Well, I'd love to see Stevenson, but I'd probably put um, Lester at fourteen. Yeah. Surprised you didn't. Um, if then, real quick though, if you went Lester. Would you go Leicester 11 to Lear at 14? Uh, whatever their preferred sides are, it oh. would be. Yeah. Um, and then I maybe would go Barrett at six. I know he's been so good at lock, but then you can also play Brody. And then you can either go Frizzell and Papali on the bench, or you could go uh, Tupo Vaya on the bench with Dalton, or even uh, the uh, your, your big fella from the Chiefs, uh, Luke Jacobson. Another option because oh, I, I think he can. Option. He's also a line out option, so you could. There's a bit of versatility yeah. there. Um, I like the back three uh, that you've got on the bench. Uh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's probably not too many names missing from there. I do. I like Roy Gard. He gave good pill on the weekend. I'm not yeah, a massive, uh, not a massive fan of the little ginger fella. No. Nah. Can't even think uh, of his name. No. <laughs> Christy. That's the one. No, I'm with Aiden. I, I like your list, Tom. I think I think they'll end up starting Cody Taylor anyway, even though I like Tucky Oho. I mean, Over if him. I was doing, if I was predicting what I think they'll go, yeah, that, that's, I they'll that's go. Right. It'll be pretty much the lineup we had. Aiden, did uh, you say Lester at fourteen instead? Yeah, Lester instead of George. Uh, yeah, Stephen. yeah, I agree with that as well. I think, yeah, I reckon they'll go and then Bode, and, then, and then Bodie at six, yeah. 
Nah, not Bodie. Scott. Scott, sorry. We could play Bodie at six. <laughs> Give it a go. He'd <laughs> mix it up in there. Sorry. No, Scott, yeah. Wrong if they want Scott at six, they could allow them to have Ethan Blackhead on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can do a whole lot. Like, well, Blackadder and Dalton on the bench probably don't make as much sense because I don't think either of them uh, line out threats like Frizzell and uh, Tupovaya or Jacobson. But yeah, yeah. Oh well, I like the list. Yeah, yeah so do I. Is that sort of wrap us wrap us up for the ABs? You reckon? Yeah, I was thinking moving on to a bit of NRL recap round 22 and then our round 23 predictions. So I think. Nice. I, don't I've, think uh, I don't think. I've brought up the, the ladder here. Um, and I'm back on round round 22. So we can just go over just quickly a quick recap of each game, uh, what where we were at last week, see how we did. And then we'll do the wee predictor again for next week. Um, have a look at the ladder. Um, just nice and quick. So that Thursday night game, we had Broncos Roosters. We were on the Broncos. I'm not sure if we were uh, 22 point favourites on the Broncos, but we did like them. Yeah. Mm, yeah and they played well. Uh, the Roosters played pretty poorly as they have most of the season, so. I don't think there was any surprises to come out of that, uh, Tom. No, I thought Drusus were just they were horrible. I just they look they look like a team that just don't enjoy playing with each other, to be honest. No. Fair enough. Hey, did you uh make an appearance for Thursday night rugby league? I just watched the highlights. No, yeah, no, fair Bron- enough. Bronco smoked them, so yeah, Bunny's getting up over the tigers predictable in the storm as well. Yeah, we did. We did say uh, bunnies over tigers, um, and I did mention, you know, previously it has been a tougher game for the bunnies. Uh, they did pull away in the end. They didn't quite cover, I believe, but yeah, they pulled away to fourteen. So for the thirteen and over guys, they they hit there. Nothing too much to say out of that. Latrell's first game back, he was sort of getting into his work. Wasn't it full I four? But... I thought Latrell played pretty well. Shout out to Latrell. Yeah, he did. He did play well, but definitely not at um, not at his best. It's if definitely we, got we gears, gears to get up to. If we ever get any NRL players on it, can our first guest please be Latrell? <laughs> please, that would be unbelievable. Imagine the quality <laughs> content that would produce. Or, or is it Adam Pompey? So I can apologise. <laughs> Public apology. You're the biggest Rocco Berry hater I know, Tom. No, not anymore. No, I was the biggest Adam Pompey. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> you are. We, we just want too much from our centres. We're asking too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, the primetime game Friday night, we had the Storm versus Eels. Uh, sort of shaped up to be a pretty good one. I know the Eels are missing a few. Uh, but shout they're out still to Nick pretty... Yeah, shout out to Nick. Uh, his team they're was done, a heavy though, last they... year. Can they, can they still make top eight? Oh, yeah. yeah, they can. It, it is a harder task for them now. Yeah. They have the buy last round, so that's guaranteed two points. If they're in the eight, uh, before that, they'll they'll stay, which is good for them. Um, the Storm were in uh, Jerome Hughes, probably his best game of the season. And yes. Yeah, he, he just dominated. He cut them to pieces. Um, 
not too much to say about that. Uh, this was, yeah, we, we took Storm, so we were 3-0 up until now. Um, then Saturday evening saw Knights, Knights Raiders. I think we we ended up taking the Knights. They were the underdog, but we I think we felt no, they... We, we went Raiders. We Did went we Raiders go Raiders? Yeah, we went yeah. Raiders, yeah. We went Raiders. Ah, personally, I went Knights, but as a group, we went Raiders. <laughs> Talk about cutting away from the pack. eh? (laughs) Roll the tape. Roll the tape. You said knights are rolling, but can they travel? You didn't think so. Then I made the case about Raiders middle. That's outrageous. They proved me wrong if I said that. I don't remember. And there's no way you can ever find out if I said that. So uh, (laughs) I'm right. You're wrong. Uh, But yeah, knights got up pretty comfortably. Raiders looked. Awful on attack, awful as they have for the last few weeks. Um, oh, the game of CSC Eagles Dragons. Yeah. This this wasn't a good watch. I did watch the full <laughs> eighty. Uh, as I'm a, a week break with the All Blacks. Oh man, yeah. Well, we we took Eagles. They definitely didn't cover. Uh, but but we'll move on from that, leaving us at four and one uh, for our selections. Panther Sharks uh, obviously crossed over with the All Blacks, so can't imagine any of us tuned in for that one. Maybe some highlights. You always were you watching that, and then just no, did the All Blacks highlights the next morning. <laughs> Should have. If I was really, if I was really about it, I would have. Yeah, I was just following along with Clarky's live updates about old uh, McInnes. Oh yeah, as he broke the record. Clarkie. Shout out Cam McInnes breaking the uh, NRL tackle record. Yeah, uh, shout out Cam McInnes for us. Team scoring zero points, just tackling a lot. <laughs> well, they would have won if it was down to tackles, uh, but unfortunately, it's down to scoring points, and they got thrashed. Oh, so, Aiden, this must be hard to look at this Bulldogs Dolphins game. Okay, yeah. So this, my uh, <laughs> my multi was uh, six for six leading up to this, and uh, my guy Jermaine Asako uh, absolutely hooked the kick to give them the win in the last minute of the game, uh, and ultimately destroying my multi. Uh, so that was a pretty rough sort of 30 seconds. Uh, but Then the oval the as well. Blow, the blow was softened by the fact that the Titans beat the Cowboys. So Yeah. That... yeah. Shout out to St. Beads, though. Eh? Yeah, Jermaine Osaka, St. Beads fella. A uh, bit of a rival. Oh, is he ours. actually? Yeah. Oh, man. Bit of an STC He's got a younger, younger brother that's suiting up for boys high every Saturday. <laughs> of that. It's unreal. Grapevine, you know, grassroots and all. Grassroots, love that. Um, and then Titans, Titans Cows. I didn't tune in for that one. I was a bit upset after the uh, Dolphins loss, as I just mentioned. So that uh, Titans Cowboys didn't get a watch from me. Not really sure what happened at all, to be fair, in that game. I watched Group the bit of rallying around you. Watched a yeah. bit of it. The Cowboys were just, uh, it's not great. A lot of mistakes. The refereeing was a bit dodgy. Yeah. Um, very in favor of the Titans. Um, Titans yeah. edge as they have been when they play well, they carve up the other team. Yeah, where um, the uh, Cowboys missing Jeremiah and I as much as people thought they would. Nah, literally, uh, just you know, you know, it's hard to explain. You know, when you watch the Titans and they beat a team that's better than them, they're just rolling. Yeah, it's just one of those games. And the ref, they have yeah, it, the ref, ref wasn't great. Yeah, the Titans have it in them to put it all together for an eighty. And uh, when yeah. they do, it looks it looks pretty convincing. And you 
you say to yourself, they could be in a top eight team and then next week they'll come out and they'll play 40 minutes of great football and 40 minutes of absolutely rubbish football and leave you questioning yourself and everything you believe in. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. All right, so so hey, we went just, just before five we jump and three. Yeah. Yep. Question for the group, bit off topic here. What do we actually think they do in the bunker? Do you think they're just having a few beers, just there for a good time, and then they're like, "And hey, we're going to go to the bunker," and they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, I refuse to believe they're actually watching the game. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my have, point. Yeah, my point exactly. Beers, <laughs> my point exactly. I don't think they're doing anything in there. That well, if they are watching the game, they don't know the rules. There's a... <laughs> this, I reckon yeah, they're just trying to try this in a sport. Creates chatter take, online, creates moments like this. You know, now yeah. we're talking about the NRL, but we're talking about the bunker, so the NRL doesn't really take the take the blame. You know, well, look, I've only really watched league the last couple of years, and it just seems every time they go to the bunker, they have no idea what's going on. There, they've got a hundred and one screens in there. They don't know where they're looking. They're kind of like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, oh, back to you. <laughs> Yeah, knock on. <laughs> yeah, try. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just award it, mate. They kind of just flip a coin and they're like, yep, good. Good, yeah, good for the script, good for the drama. Yeah, it's, that's right. Yeah. They right. probably have money um, on the games too. Yeah, probably. Let's go to our letter predictor, uh, round 23. Thursday night, we've got Roosters Eagles. Uh, it's, in, it's at the Sydney Cricket Ground, so a home game for the Roosters. Uh, anybody? Got a selection there. Seagulls, Tom Cole. Roosters. <laughs> Roosters, you reckon? I just, you know, they got to, they got to put a performance together somewhere. <laughs> um, and you, and you, you reckon that's like at home against against Manly? <laughs> yeah, Teddy's a Teddy's a Thursday night footballer. Um, Prime time only game. Yeah, wasn't but. impressed by the wasn't impressed by the Seagulls at all. Um. <clears throat> yeah, just I mean, if the Roosters don't put it together now, then holy shit, what a failure this year's been, you know? Yeah, I think uh, the eight's probably a dream for them now. A lot would have to go in favour for them, but I, maybe that's when they play their best footy, you know, less pressure. The Eagles are sort of under pressure now and not looking convincing, so I'm sort of leaning towards you and saying Roosters, so I've locked them in here for us. Mate. Manly um, came off a huge win against the Dragons last weekend. Don't, don't count them out. Huge. <laughs> huge. Fair enough. Uh, Titans Waz. We'll just lock in Waz. Um, yeah, man. We'll I, I, don't want, I don't want to be I don't want to be that guy, but this is one of those games that yeah. <laughs> you go, you yeah. go straight down to the wire and we end up just absolutely botching it. No, I refuse to believe that because the Titans played a good 80 last week, so this week we'll do a 40-40 <laughs> game. You think you think under the bright lights of the Seabus Super Stadium we're going to get it done? Yeah, but I also think uh, when, when you're in the Gold Coast, uh, the Waz fans will come out in force. There'll probably be oh, yeah. like a 60-40 split Waz to Titans fans, I reckon. <laughs> Maybe more in favour of the Warriors. And you already know the Waz fans at the Go- in Gold Coast are going to be absolutely loose. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, if, if we win, I need to see it. I need to see a video of like Rocco Berry and like CNK on the piss afterwards. Even though yeah, CNK is a good family, good family man. Good family man. We love our family mans here. Well, I mean, Jerome Kano was a good family man, and look what happened there. Anyway, I don't. Um, Tynes, real quick. Um, there's no way that um, <laughs> Tanner Boyd, Tanner Boyd, and Fafita can communicate our our uh, 
our ball playing in the middle there, going out to the edge. We're just going to tear them up. You watch. All right. Yeah, I agree. That's on. Uh, it's our strong edge going up against their strong edge as well. So, yeah, our right edge versus their left edge should be interesting. DWZ for a cheeky two tries as well. That could be our we uh, play of the week for the certified uh, selection. Yeah, quality. Yeah, so Friday night after the main event, <laughs> uh, we're probably the worst game of the round. Panthers Storm. Um, Panthers. Who, are, who are we tipping there, fellas? Absolute massive game in terms of in terms of the Warriors season, I think, and for both these sides. Panthers. Confident with that one? They're at home? 13 plus. Ooh. Oh, goodness, Tom. That I just think Panthers are, Panthers are head and shoulders above everyone else, and I reckon they'll show it. Yeah, they are. I agree. I think the Storm are probably the team that can compete with them the best. Uh, they're just a professional outfit, even though they might be lacking a little uh, of what they have in past years. I just think this also might be the game where you really see the like the negative effects of having big nah, big Nass out on the edge. I just don't think he's quick enough laterally to cover what the Panthers do. Yeah, that is a good opinion. I saw he was named there uh, this evening, and I do not see him playing a full eighty. I don't no. think that's possible for him against the Panthers. So I think yeah, he could, bring, be, he could be picked apart. Then you bring an Ali Katara on, who's also a renowned horrible defender. So yep, agree. We'll leave that at that for Ali Katoa. Um, <laughs> Saturday evening, Cowboys Broncos. It's in North Queensland. What do you reckon? Bronx. I mean, just on—I was about to say, yeah, just on last week's performance from the Cowboys and on the Broncos as well. Safe to go, Bronx. And you reckon they keep it rolling? It's a big game for the Cowboys because giving up that uh, loss last week has sort of put them in a dangerous spot. Um, and then, yeah. Two losses on the bounce here, depending on what the Sharks do this week, would leave them either in seventh or eighth. Um, well, and mm. the teams below them. The Knights could even bounce them out. So Cowboys could be out of the eight after this weekend, which is probably not a position you would think they were going to be in heading into last weekend. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night, Dolphins Knights. Uh, we're in Perth. It's a Dolphins home game, but yep. yeah, who knows? It's, yeah. it's not going to be a home field advantage for anybody. Obviously, over in Perth, uh, big trip for both sides. I think the Knights will probably be the ones to get up here. The Dolphins season's all but done after throwing that game against the Bulldogs. Yeah, agree. Sweet, we'll go Knights then, and then there is a, a double hitter in Perth, uh, and then we got Rabbitoh sure. Sharks. Do we think the Sharks can get back on the uh, the horse or not? No. Latrell Mitchell's going to tear them apart. Right. I see that happening as well. Sharks are just out of it. Connor Tracy has a back too for the Sharks. Does anyone like WA just in general? No. Not not an overly big fan. They don't offer much, except for mining. pay me to go there. I think that's what literally what they do is pay people to go there. My auntie um recently moved there about a couple of months ago. And when yeah, me and uh, sorry for her. Me and Nina were planning a holiday, she's like, Oh, come to Perth. And I'm like, 
Nope. <laughs> Wise decision. Um, back in Shout Sydney, uh, Eels Dragons, our Sunday afternoon game. Eels down Huge. at 12 after these. I was about to say. Huge game um, for Nick's squad. Oh, keep referring to Nick. Keep referring to Nick like he's the owner. Yeah, <laughs> well, in, in terms of like our group chat, he definitely is the owner. Um, <laughs> and I hope he sees them lose. But um, I think we're all probably yeah. pretty firm yeah. on them winning this one against the Dragons, especially considering Jack DeBellin most likely out for three weeks here. Uh, yeah. the fearless mm-hmm. leader in the middle. Um, Dylan Brown back too, so. Yeah, things should start clicking there between him and Moses again. Then Sunday evening, Tigers Raiders. Last place Tigers. Uh, well down here now, four points back of 16th. Uh, do we reckon the Raiders take this one at home? Yep. Yep. E, locked in on the Raiders. Yeah, mate, call me the biggest Raiders fan you know. Hammering that money line as well. Hammering the money line. It's probably not great. Uh, yeah. So that's probably like a dollar ten. So our eight's looking after this week. Uh, so at the end of round 23, it would be Broncos, Panthers, uh, Waz. Then it would be Storm, Raiders, Bunnies, Knights, and Eels rounding out the eight, uh, which would actually push out the Cowboys and Sharks. So it would be two new entrants and uh, two falling out. And it would make for... a I think it will make for a very interesting seven through eleven to finish the season. Hopefully, this is going to be a pretty good round of footy. It is some good matchups this week. Yeah. Hopefully, the Perth double header sort of lives up to the expectation. I'm sure the NRL has for it. I mean, nothing's worse than if they have two absolute duds of a game. So then it's a shit, shit state, and then shit game. So <laughs> yeah, they definitely need this one to go well. All right, I think that wraps us up for the uh, for the NRL. Um, don't you don't you worry. Raiders paying a dollar twenty seven. Dollar twenty seven, good money. Hammer it. All right, let's got the rent, got the rent on it. So we're going to stick with the NRL, uh, but combine it with the NBA. Here we have a we since it's the NBA off season. There's not a whole lot to talk about. We're going to go. Do a draft uh, of drafting a 14-man NRL side consisting of only current NBA players. Uh, so we'll go Snape yes, style. Uh, we'll just go in uh, the order of the cameras here. So Ehacker first, Tom second, myself third, and then I will start off the next round. And we'll go back in reverse order. Uh, you don't have to select in any order of position. Uh, so take whoever you want. Once they're gone off the board, nobody else can have them. Any any questions about about this or any thoughts from either of you? Oh, just disclaimer that I'll probably... Yeah. All right. Fair enough. E-Hucker, do you want to take us away? Team E-Hucker yeah. on the board. Adam yeah. Silver's out. Got the call. We'll start, we'll start with number... We'll start on the wing, number two and five. We've got Ja Morant. Jamarant first. <laughs> Fair enough. He definitely would be a good winger. Um, I'm just I'm just thinking of how quick he would be. He would just be so explosive on the wing as well. Yeah, and he absolutely 
rises up for the high balls. Yeah. That's a good pick. Um, Tom, who you got with your first pick? I actually had um, Ja Moran as one of my centers, so nice oh. pick there. <clears throat> um, where to start? Okay. One of the most important players on the field is your um, your half. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. So in saying that, I'm going to pick my fullback, and I'm taking Stephen Curry at fullback. Oh, wow. That star yeah. power. Yes, I mean, he's just absolute dynamite, can pull from anywhere. I feel like he could just be very similar to a a more uh, more chiseled Reese Walsh, if you know what I mean. Just more refined Reese Walsh. A bit of a Billy Slater, if you will. Yeah, That's a bit of comparison. I like that. Um, it's a completely different route to what I've gone for my fullback, but I'll, I'll leave that for now. My first pick... Uh, as you say, halves, very important. I'm going to go for Luka Doncic in the seven jersey uh, to lead the squad around the field. Uh, also, he's European, so he's probably able to kick a ball, and he'll be my goal kicker. Yeah. yeah. You already um, know Steph Curry is kicking 50 meters. Yeah. And then to compound that, back-to-back picks here, I'm going to take my six as well, and I'm going to go Darius Garland. Oh, I like that. I just imagine him being like a Jerome Lua. You know, he's pretty, he's like elusive, short. um, He's got good footwork. He doesn't have like the absolute best passing game in in the league. Um, He's sort of like, he's a sort of a hybrid scorer. That's why I think he'd be good in the sixth jersey. Quality. Uh, Back to you, Tom, second pick for you. Um, Yes, I mean, I've got, I'm going to continue trying to build my spine here. So I'm going to now take my half. And I think, you know, I mean, who's one of the best playmakers absolutely going to lead a team around the court in the NBA right now? And that's uh, LeBron James. So I'm going to take mm. LeBron at seven. Damn it. I had him on. He was on my team. It's going to leave me looking for somebody else in his position. Yeah. And a similar vein with Tom halfback as well, going with Jokic. Oof, big body, big, heart. big body in the middle. The half. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm just it's. 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 It's hard to compare. But you, my LeBron was my first pick, and you took him. So it's just like. Yeah, fair enough. I think he's he's a playmaker though, so I like him in the seven. He's that's, probably that's 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 where my thinking was. Yeah, you go back to back, Harry. What do you got? Third round, center. Um, Wentworth, um, Bam Adebayo. Ooh, interesting. That's a big body as well out there. Can he move quick yeah. enough laterally? We know he can defend. I, we know he can defend. I think. I think he for a body that big. You see him. He moves really well. He moves really fluidly. Um, I think. I think. I think. He, I think he'd be great in that position. Yeah, he, he's a name I had on my team sheet as well. He wasn't the first selection. He's a backup. So hopefully my other option doesn't get taken. Tom, third round here. Yeah, so continuing with my spine, um, I'm going to go for my hooker here. And I'm just going to go the um, the old uh, general, the point guard, Chris Paul. Oh, it's mine. Nice. It makes a lot of sense. Translates. Liking, well, him, to, liking him to a wee... Uh, 
Harry Grant. You know, I feel like it's just be real shifty and crafty out of the hooker position. Yep. Yep. Agree entirely. Um, because you took LeBron for me, I'm going to move into that same spot and just lock in my backup. Um, that's in the 12 jersey on one of my edges. I'm going to take Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here I wanted athletic, um, dog, powerful, yeah. um, a little bit of playmaking, uh, but guys that just aren't afraid to run into a brick wall. So that's why I've taken Jimmy there. Uh, yeah, and then cool. I'm going to, I'm actually going to back it up. I'm going to go to the other edge and I'm going to take for the same reason, uh, probably because he's the most, or one of the freakiest athletes in the league. No. Uh, and a massive body, <laughs> Paolo Banquero. Oh, oh. <laughs> freakiest pause. What do you mean by that? Pause. I mean, it's exactly that. Oh, okay. You need no more. Um, is that me? Yeah, back yep. to you. So I'm going to take who I thought you were taking, and because I wasn't going to pick him yet, but because of my absolute panic, I'm going to. So I'm going to take my one of my edges. I'm going to take my 11 here, and I'm taking who I thought you were going to say one of the freakiest athletes in the league. Is that's I'm going to take oh, that. the edge. Oh, Yana Sunset Kumbo at 11 would be absolutely damaging on the edge. Nice. I actually didn't have him on my list of options at all. I did think about Jesus. him though. I, just, I couldn't figure out where to put him. Edge, mate. He's, he's an edge. Yeah, but I was so locked into Paolo and LeBron on the edge. So I think yeah, I originally had good, LeBron good on the edge. Good selection. Hey, Hucker, to you for your back to backs. On my edge, I've got Zion. Interesting. Just interesting. Big body. Nothing Big more. body that can that's unbelievably explosive. He's actually a name I had down at prop. So I will he, move He that. also is a name I had down at prop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely and... wouldn't want to line up a defense against him though. <laughs> nah, not at all. At prop I had Stephen Adams. Oh, I love that. Oh, my other edge, mate. Oh. <laughs> oh. Going here. This is great. This is man. People are going to be on on the fly here later in the uh, later in the draft. Yeah, I, I definitely am going to be. Uh, back to you then, Tom. Right. So you took two of my players I'd liked there. Um, so I'm going to be scrambling for those two. Um, hmm. Where do I want to go here? So I've got my spine, I've got my edge. I reckon I'm going to go my middleman here, my 13. And I originally had Jokic at 13, and he was going to be dead set. I thought he'd be like an Isaiah Yo in the middle there. Yeah, yeah I see him as a Yo, exactly. But then I thought, he's he's not the best defensively, you know? And I want my I want my 13 who's going to do a bit of ball playing, be an absolute dog in the middle. Yep. So I've gone, um, I've got Draymond Green at 13. Oh, I love that. That's that's going to remove him off my board as well. Oh, actually, he was my backup seven option. So, ooh, he's out of it for me anyway. Um, yeah, I love that pick. That's that's smart. He's good at both. He is. He's definitely an Isaiah. Uh, my pick here. I'm gonna I'm gonna move into hooker. I'm gonna take James Harden. Oh, Ooh. it's a great pick. He's nuggety. He's nuggety. He's got great pill. 
Yeah, uh, and great he's, battle. He's actually renowned for being a great defender in the post. Quite lazy when he's out on the perimeter, but he is good at defending guys bigger than him. So I think yeah. when he's in that hooker role, he's going to be sort of chopping down the tall timber, uh, the likes of, you know, Jokic, uh, Steve Adams, those fellas. And I think he'll be doing a good job at it. Um, um, so sorry, that's that completes round five, right? Yeah, that's five rounds down. Oh, yeah. So my sixth round... Uh, I'm just trying to see who who on this list would be most likely to be taken. Um, I'm going to go for a fan favorite, a player probably not a lot of people know, but I think may go from uh, Utah. But in in the eight jersey, my first prop, no. I'm going to take Kenny Lofton Jr. <laughs> uh, Charles Barkley would probably love to give him up the nickname Round Mound of the Rebound because he is truly in the wrong yeah. sport. He should be. God, I like Kenny Lofton. <laughs> no, yeah, no explanation needed. If you know, you know. If you don't, watch watch the YouTube highlights. Back to you on the clock, Tom. Um, God, I just realised all, now all three of my edges have been taken. Now he's panicking. Um, I'm gonna go. Gonna go a prop here. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go even Mobley. No, definitely not a prop. Uh, I'm going to go Julius Randle as my oh. eight. As your eight, nice. It's, I he was a name I thought of for prop. Big body, just yeah, big body. Just gets the gets the cup. Loves loves to bump and grind. So get in my eight. He's a workhorse. I love that pick. E back to you for double uh, double pick here. My lock. I got Jaron Jackson Jr. Nice, interesting, great defender. Stuck in him. Yeah, can imagine him as just an absolute workhorse, you know, making those, making those tackles, big body. I'd still think he'd be light on his feet as well. Um, hooker, got Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, Ooh, like that. love that. Good pick. Good just, pick. Just, just very crafty. Very good with the uh, with the ball. I think off ball as well. He's not too bad, but yeah, went with him. Yeah, I love that from you. That's a really good pick. Tom? Uh, where do I go here? Um, I might lock down a might lock down a wing here. Um, for my five jersey, I'm going to go for a big body, an absolute freak of an athlete, um, Anthony Edwards. Oh! Yeah, nice. nice. Football background as well, so he's good at getting up for those uh, high balls. Yeah, exactly. Absolute. Absolute weapon in that corner for the kick. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I didn't have him on the board. Um, I didn't actually think about him. That's I'd be upset to be fair. He's probably oh, somebody man. I would have taken earlier if I'd thought about him. I might <laughs> I might rattle off I'm gonna rattle off both of my wins here. Um I'm going for short and fast. Mm. Uh, nobody in the NBA is that short when they're getting on an NRL field, but in terms of this uh, list, these guys are both pretty short. Uh, so at five and two, I'm going to go Darren Fox and oh. Scoot Henderson. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Darren Fox, uh, pretty explanatory, uh, self-explanatory because he's the fastest player in the league. Uh, obviously, you want that on the wing. And uh, Scoot is, is probably like my Brian Tuttle comparison. 
I just think he'll be a workhorse yeah. coming off the um, coming off his own twenty. So that's why I've got him in there. Fuck. Those were one of my wings, and I had Scoot as my center. So that's annoying. Big. I'm surprised how many players have doubled up here so far, considering yeah. how many people are in the NBA. Um, right, so that's me again, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with my uh, sixth jersey. Um, I liken this player to a bit of a, a Dylan Brown in his prime. Um, I've gone Devin Booker. I just nice. think, you know, absolute bucket, scorer. I just think he's, you know, with, with LeBron leading you around the park, he wants somebody that's going to run off him well. I think, you know, Devin Booker is going to do that. I feel like D-Book would have a mean step on him. Yeah, and he'll have a, he'll have a quality pill too as well because you already know they work him at a point guard a bit. Yeah, 100%. Uh, e, back to you. I went with, um, actually, talking about number six, I went with uh, Donald Mitchell. Kind of in the yeah. same vein as Tom with um, Devin Booker. Awesome, yeah. awesome step. Can just get in the bucket. Absolutely anywhere across the pitch. So pitch court. Um so yeah, that's that's where I went with there. Other wing went with Aaron Gordon. Could just see him flying down the wing. He's actually a name that I thought of as well for fullback. Mm. Um, yeah. Good under the high ball, very athletic, yep. you know, translates well yeah. to the game, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. Tom. Nice. Um, right. Uh, where do I want to go here? So let me go to my other wing. I'm going to go for another absolute athlete here. Not as big of a body playing at my two. Just want some pace here. Um, I'm going to go Jalen Green. Nice. Quick. Athletic. Yeah, yeah it's a good pace. Athleticism. Probably just like a worse Scoot Henderson, I reckon. Yeah. No, you're right. You know, good pick. Um, back to back here. I'm going to round out my spine. I'm going to take 13, uh, Pascal Siakam. Wicked, mm. uh, wicked spin and pass, or hit, hit spin pass. Um, you know, his patented move, the Beyblade. Yeah. He's a, he's a solid defender, solid playmaker. Um, I just liked his size a little more than, like, the Jokic's of the world. He's probably a little more nimble. Yeah. Uh, also see him playing that exactly like Isaiah Yo. Uh and then at the back in the one jersey, I've gone for Obi Toppin. Oh, uh, mm. He's he's a bit of a freak athlete. Um all he does in the NBA is catch lobs. And that's what I want him doing at the back there is just diffusing bombs and then being able to break a tackle or two. I haven't taken a guy who's gonna dominate the playmaking. Uh, he's just he's in there to fill a role, and I think he'll do that well. Interesting, interesting. Um, right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get my other prop here. Um, I'm gonna go another very similar to Julius Randall, another big body, nothing special, but he's an absolute workhorse grinder. Um, Montrez Harrell. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a worker. That is, that, he's a prop. That that's a good pick. Yeah, I've just I've really tried to look at these player, especially their body types, and think where they'd fit. You know, yeah, that's a really good one, actually. 
big fan of that. That's a that, yeah, that's a sneaky pick. Yeah. Hey, what do you got? Anything sneaky for us? Number four got Marcus Smart. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah, that translates as well. That's a good pick. Just think he moves his feet unbelievably well. Anticipation really well. Think he would just defend like crazy. Think he'd be great in the tackles. Yeah, I think um, his inside men would definitely um, believe in him on defense. So, yeah, oh, good could you imagine the halftime speeches he gives as well? Yeah. Yeah, if you're down 20, won. you're probably coming back oh. to win by 20. <laughs> if that, easy. Um, and then probably at fullback. I don't think it's been said yet. KD? No, no. it hasn't been said. Didn't even yeah. consider KD. Star power. Yeah. 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 I thought Slotterman there, I think he would. I mean, I get your point with what you're saying with Obi Top and catching the lobs and whatnot, but I want a little bit more star power in my in my fullback, so yeah. I, I throw him in there. Yeah, no, fair enough. That yeah, good pick, KD. You can't go wrong. I... No, he's he's he, it's just impossible. Like I think it's like three players, like him, LeBron, Giannis. You could slag and slot him in for most places. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Tom, um, where am I going to go here? Um. So I have two centers and edge in my 14 left. Um, so for one of my centers, number th- my my three jersey, I'm going to go uh, Shea Gildas-Alexander. Oh, yeah. Mm, you bastard. Um, don't have too much of an explanation there, but he's just a, he's a doodle, you know. Oh. Absolute doodle superstar. Now I'm going to be scrambling late in the draft here. I, was, uh, I wanted, He was going to be my next pick as well. That's so annoying. I'm going to... Oh, this, is, this is getting ugly now. All right, I'm going to take my centers because I don't know what to do with my other two spots now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take just... <laughs> instead of it being an you know, uh, NBA NRL comparison, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to take Justin Ollum's uh, NBA comparison, Desmond Bain. In center, yeah, big arms, yeah. And my other center is PJ Tucker. He's just an absolute workhorse on defense. So, yeah, self-explanatory, I think, with both of them. One looks like an NRL player, and uh, the other one's just a great defender. Yeah, yeah. Rip it off, Tom. What do you got? Three, four left. Three left. Three left. Yeah. Um. Uh, so my four, number four jersey. Um, I've gone here. I've gone uh, Nick Claxton. Um, so I've just gone for a, a four. He's pretty. He's a good defender. The four, big body, pretty athletic. Um, I just think him and him and uh, Ant on the edge together are just going to be absolute, absolute athletic specimens. So quite hard hey, to right. cover. You're not kicking to that edge, are you? No, you're not. Not at all. <laughs> I just imagine that Claxton getting up as a high ball. It's just swatting it dead every time. He's he's uh he's tipping everything back to uh, Anthony Edwards to put that try down. That's for sure. He'd, he'd be a weapon off a short dropout. He'd definitely secure the ball every time. <laughs> yeah. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> e, what do you got for us? This is your last. Or do you have one more after that? I got one more after that. Um, my other edge I'm going with Zach Levine. Nice. Oh yeah, Athlete. like that. Yeah, athletic. I think you'd be. Yeah, I think you would get loose as well. I think you'd be really nice in that position. 
Number six, I was kind of struggling here. Oh, man. Remember Trey Young in the end? Haven't you taken the six? No, not yet. I thought you were in Donovan Mitchell. Did I? Yeah, you did take Donovan Mitchell in the six. Oh, I did too. Sorry, then then you're right. I only only have one more pick. Which I think is my 14, right? Yeah, you should have have two more. You might have missed a position somewhere along the way. Oh, let let me do... one here, and then I'm sure I'll figure it out. I think because I got all I got left is my utility, which I was struggling to figure who I should put there. Um, but I kind of maybe Bradley Beal. Fair enough. It's a wild card. I didn't know what to do at 14 either. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a good pick at 14. <laughs> was just thinking of someone that could bring the bring that energy a little bit as well. But everybody else is. I was going to put Darren Fox there instead, but. He got picked earlier, so yeah, that's no, all right. It's yeah, it's a good way to round out the side, I reckon. Tom, um, so I've got two left. Uh, one of my edges. This is going to be absolute left field pick here, but I've gone for a big body workhorse grinder. Um, I've gone Xavier Tillman. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Just Didn't look at that combo. I think him and him and Giannis was at complement each other very well on the edge. That's, that's, I feel like you've been scrambling. How many of your first choice edges over there got taken? Seven? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, about seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did have Tillman written down, though. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, all right, my last two picks. Um, I'm going to go at 10, big body, David Roddy. Oh, yeah, David Roddy. Yeah. Nickname alone, uh, big body Roddy. Yeah, he'll be good at prop. In, in, uh, his NBA game doesn't really translate, but his body does. Um, <laughs> yeah, his body does, that's for sure. And, and we love a big body. Then at 14, my utility. I'm going to take somebody who's actually transitioned into that phase in their career this year. That's no. uh, big booty bandit Kyle Lowry. Oh, thank God. <laughs> he, he, could, he could play in the, in the uh, front row. I reckon he could play yeah. as a prop. He's a big body. He's also got good pills, so he could play at nine. And then I also mm-hmm. think he could spot in at 13 because, you know, he's a point guard. Does it all. Yeah, right there. And that, uh, that rounds out the side. I want to say Eric Spolster is actually coaching this team too. Oh. Um, my utility, I've gone for an absolute utility on the court. No one knows what position he plays. He's played point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. Um, and that is Bruce Brown. Yep. Yeah, he, yeah, he defines utility. I thought you might have said Kyle Anderson there based off that description, yeah. but Bruce Brown... <laughs> yeah, did like Kyle Anderson. Bruce Brown fits the bill. That's a good pick. I, got, I figured out what was, my, what was my last one. It was prop. Got a little bit of a left field one here. Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, that, that's your pick. I was, when I was Big scrambling for a, for a prop, yeah. Wendell Carter Jr. came to mind. Yeah. Could just see him doing all the dirty work. I like that. Mixing um, it up. So Maybe a bit of work. E, also. How do you uh, read us out your team? Oh, man. I have John Morant. Oh, bro. I've got the. No, come to me last time. I've got the last. Up. I'll go first. <laughs> um, so, fullback. I'll go down. I'll go one. I'll go in order, one to 14. So, I got Curry at fullback, Jalen Green on one wing. Um, 
Shea Gilders, Alexander, and Nick Claxton in my centers. Anthony Edwards on the other wing. Um, my six and seven, I've got Devin Booker and LeBron James, respectively. Um, my two props, Julius Randle and Montrez Harrell. Um, Chris Paul is my hooker. Giannis and Xavier Tillman as my two edges. Draymond Green rounding out the middle there. And Bruce Brown is my utility. Fuck, that's a quality side. I'll tell you, I wouldn't want to... If, if a bit of biff broke out, I think your team probably is taking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you might be seeing a few cards, to be honest, every game. I could be. You are right. Yeah. yeah. I think if there was a bit of biff, Jimmy Butler might be the only player on my side who's going to get involved. Everybody out. <laughs> Back to the locker room. Um, I'll go from 1, one to 14 as well. We've got... Yeah, Obi Toppin at the back, bit at left field. Uh, Scoot Henderson and Darren Fox on the wings. Uh, PJ Tucker, Desmond Bain in the centers. Uh, six was Darius Garland, seven Luca. Uh, in my props, we had teammates Kenny Lofton Jr. and big body David Roddy. Uh, in between them, in the nine jersey was James Harden. And then my edges, Paolo Banquero, Jimmy Butler, and Pascal Siakam at 13, with Kyle Lowry as the sole bench player. Hey, Boys, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to do this at the end, end of the what episode. I've absolutely what is, what is, just screwed my ass. Get right past that there, Dave. He's gone in um, absolute terrible order. So Yeah, that's yeah. on me. I do, I do like your team there, Aiden. Yeah, very quality team. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm really, really happy with my team. I think the only only ones I would have liked, I would have loved to have Stephen Adams on one of the edges, and uh, I would have gone Pascal Siakam and Zion as my two props. Yep. Yeah. And then I pretty much I, got who I wanted. I did want Zion at prop as well. I had uh, SGA as my fourteen. As you said, he can do it all. That's why I had him at fourteen. Yeah. That's uh, good. Fourteen. He was somebody I wanted there as well. I should have gone earlier, but I thought I could wait. Um, and then also, <laughs> you guys went back-to-back back on Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, and I had both yeah. of them slotted into one of my center spots. So that sort of put me yeah, put me in an awkward that's position, tough. and that's sort of how I ended up with PJ Tucker. Uh, very little thought into him. Just, you know, good defender. Yeah. And obviously I wanted LeBron, as everybody did, but I yeah, didn't I want to had- have him. Just deciphering my notes here that I had. On my wing, I had Jamarant, Aaron Gordon. Center, I had Bam and Marcus Smart. Yeah. Six, I had had Trey Young. Fullback, I had KD. Hook, I had Tyrese Halliburton. Props, I had Stephen Adams and Jaron Jackson Jr. And then the edges. Oh, actually, no. Yeah, no. Ignore ignore anything else. (laughs) 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 Oh. If you, oh, you can't see, but you, you can't see, but I was like crossing people off as we were going. And I didn't think Fuck about I, like, I would not want I, you in a draft room, man. And, and I was, and I was like adding them to who I did, but I didn't associate them with the position I put them with. So I just wrote down who I picked. Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. I think I did it a bit more simply, you know. I just, cr- I got rid of the guys that I had written down what that I that? didn't get. It's just notes, and I just put a tick. Oh, so, sorry. It looks like. <laughs> Yeah, fair. Yeah, well, that was a bit of fun, though. Um, pretty successful, I think. I thought it was, it might have been 
I, I thought everybody might have just rattled off 14 guys with no no contest, but it, a bit of contest started quite early on off LeBron going off everybody's board. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then going, having to go a bit left field, so it made it a bit more interesting. Uh, yeah, wraps, wraps I just up. looked that, up. That, that I just good. looked up top twenty NBA players currently. I <laughs> go wrong with star power on the side, can you? I don't think the salary cap allows for that. But I'm such a casual um, NBA fan; it's not even funny. In this fantasy situation, the salary cap didn't exist. We were all just building a Roosters side, so <laughs> a Melbourne Storm team. Yeah. yeah, I was actually giving uh, Scoot Henderson. Um, he, I was giving him a house under my name. And then yeah. Darius Marlin, he was getting a jet ski, and Jimmy Butler actually he buying into my um my nightclub, so that's how I fit along with his there. along with his coffee business. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I promised I promised LeBron James a franchise once he retires. So yeah, he'll just be buying it anyway. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I just promised I just promised Jam around a slot and Gators basketball, gave him a piece of the pie. Gators basketball. <laughs> All right, shall we move on? Just a couple final uh, NBA thoughts. Uh, we'll go. I know Ehaka wanted to do a 15 minute monologue on Jalen Brown's contract, but we'll maybe keep it to a minute. Um, and then Tom has always the prize segment for us, and we'll end off there. So, Ehaka, we'll, we'll, we'll throw it to you first it's, on Jalen Brown. What are your thoughts? No, let's look. The Celtics shot themselves in the foot, and they're just between a, a rock and a hard place because you don't let talent like that just walk out the door but also $300 million when they're spending, I think, close to, I think they'll pay him like $68 million in the last year of his contract. It's just a lose-lose for them, I find. He's, what, in his seventh, going into his seventh year in the league? Seventh or eighth year in the league? And eighth year. Eighth year hasn't developed a left hand at all. And, I mean... Or a dribble. Or a dribble, to be quite honest, and yet insists on taking the world's most contested shots down the stretch in those Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals games, whereas just, like, abysmal to watch. Does not pass the ball, cannot, cannot has such narrow vision. But, look, I, I, I understand why the Celtics did what they did, but I cannot wait to see them try to trade that contract two years from now. I cannot least, wait to see the house burn there, eh? Yeah. Just, just like wait it, till... Yeah. Just wait till Jason Tatum demands a trade after he signs an extension. Everyone always says, like, in these situations, you're handcuffed, you know, you've got to give him the contract, can't let the talent walk. Why? Like, that's, why I was say. That's, that's why I love you, Tom. That's why I love you. <laughs> My thoughts are exactly this. You say, if you're the Celtics, don't you have to do it? You do, but, though, right? You do. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't. don't. Worst case scenario, where else is he going to go? So Tom, to yeah. Tom's point, they let, they let him walk, and who do they get in free agency instead? Probably nobody, because they're still going to be yeah. way over the cap. Exactly. Yeah. So it's that's just, why I think you have to have them. Yeah, but um, I think I've but, sort but of, the way it... I've sort of had this lived by this motto my whole life um, as an NBA franchise owner. Um, <laughs> if I'm going to pay a guy three hundred million dollars, you better be able to cross tween into a hizzy, which Jalen Brown yeah. is not. Mm. Yeah, you need that cross twin hizzy, don't you? you do. If if I if I find a YouTube mix of your turnovers that's longer than two minutes of just one hand and one series, then there's something wrong. I found an eight minute clip of Jalen Brown 
turnovers in the Eastern Conference Finals alone. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't even, get out of the, didn't even get out of the one series. Eight minutes. And uh, like, you, you could do a lot of you could do a lot of things in eight minutes. You just, you, yeah, you can. All right. That, <laughs> I won't name I won't name them, we'll, but you could do a lot of things in eight minutes. We'll, we'll cut Jalen from Slack and we'll um <laughs> we'll move on to Tom's secret segment. Um, right, yeah. So so much hype around this. Yeah, too much, too much. Instagram has um, been going crazy. I'm giving the people what they want here. Um, along the lines of this. I've got a wee trivia for you here. So I've found this website that has had people vote on this. So mm. it's voted by people. Um, I want you fellas to guess the top 10 worst NBA contracts of all time. So I have a wee, if you can get rid of your screen share, Aiden. Uh, yeah. You should be able to see, see my screen share. Can you see mine or is it not working? Yep. Yeah, there you go. So I've got this written there for you so you can see your guesses. So I'll let you guys just rattle off who you think could be in the top ten. My you first one was some awful contracts back in the day, but I'll give I you don't... some hint. It's I think is it within the last twenty years? years? Yeah. So the 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 oldest contract was signed was in two thousand one. Okay. Oh, is it Stephen Marbury? No, <laughs> it was Alan Houston. I was going to say Alan Houston. Alan Houston, correct at number oh, six. It was like a hundred so, million or something like that. Then, yeah, uh, Alan Houston. Were just offering everybody anything. Oh, six years could have given me a hundred million. Six years, a hundred mil for Alan oh, Houston. Oh. He played well the first three seasons, averaged about twenty points per game, but the next three were horrible. Um, and then he, you know, they were still paying him about sixty mil, and so just did absolutely nothing in those last three years. Oh yeah, because they used to oh. backload the contracts all the time. That was yeah. so big at the end. Uh, another name that comes to my mind is an older one, uh, sort of late 2000s, 2010 era, Gilbert Arenas. Correct. Gilbert Arenas. Like 100 million as well, wasn't it? Didn't he only play one year on the deal? So, yeah, Gilbert Arenas signed a six-year, $111 million contract with the Wizards. Played. Mm. Uh, this, was on the, this was off the back of him tearing his MCL quite bad as well. Yeah. They then signed him. And Did he get traded to Atlanta? As you'll see later on this list, the Wizards have made a name for signing extensions with players of interest. Oh, no, I got one then. I got another one then. So, yeah. So, Gilbert Arenas, yeah, one year and then traded to Orlando. So, six years, $111 million, only played one year on that. <laughs> That's a shocker. Sorry, uh, no, I'm not. Uh, we're talking about bad Wizards contracts. John Wall's got to be up there, right? Yeah, so John Wall was number one <laughs> contract of all time. $170 um, so million, his, wasn't it? Four years, one hundred seventy-one million. Oh, also, also like Arenas, he played one year on that contract before being traded. Had one decent year with the Rockets when he first got traded. Averaged about twenty-one-seven, but as we all know, he's did he average twenty-one and seven with them? Man, he did before they made him sit. Yeah, Just didn't fit in. Talk with about them, putting though. up empty stats. Mm. It's kind of like playing for Pioneer Basketball. Back um, it up with another Wizards one, Brad Beal. Brad Beal is not on the list. Uh, I would have to say, surely Luol Dang. Yes, Luol Dang is number 10. Oh. His Lakers like contract. 70, 70 million or something? So Luol Dang signed for four years, 72 million. He played 57 games across two seasons, and he averaged seven points per game. 
And they just stopped paying him last year, wasn't it? Yeah. So good. That has to be high on that list because that is awful. So good. Is Timothy Mozgov on there as well then? Timothy Mozgov is not on the list, no. Oh, so people like is, that. I, ha- is, I hate saying this one because it's it's not kind of his fault, but Chris Bosch? Chris Bosch, you are correct. Chris Bosch, number four on this list. He hacker the yeah. money man. Knows his best yeah. My my niche is like 2010 to 2020 for college basketball and NBA. Outside of that, I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, so Bosch Chris Bosch. Jack of almost dying. Yeah. He uh he signed for five years, 100. $118 million. First year averaged 19 points per game and then had his blood clots. Mm. <sighs> That's tough for Miami. And tough for Bosch. Mm. Great player. Sure, we buy... Well, Seeing Chris Bosch on this list and give you a yeah, another player. Let me Gordon Hayward. Yeah, that wasn't who I was alluding to, but Gordon Hayward. Yes, Gordon Hayward is a number three on the list. Is it like one hundred and twenty mil? Four years, one hundred and twenty mil. Yeah, Ehak, you're on fire. The only other player along the lines of Bosch I know who almost was medically retired is Jeff Green, but he was never on a bad contract. Or was nah, it? Jeff Green's not on the list. Oh, bro, I've got a good one. Chandler Parsons has got to be on there. Yeah. Oh, the he biggest robbery. He knows it as well. Oh, the night, the nightclub deal. Four years, $94.5 million. Appeared in 95 games in three seasons. Averaged seven points per game. I love how he went oh. on that podcast tour just bragging about his money. <laughs> yeah. Um, Absolute. If we're talk- Absolute uh, would he be Hall of Fame for bag getter? Yeah, yeah, it has to be. First ballot. Yeah. I think this one is a little bit underrated, but I don't know when he signed his contract. It might have been his extension, but Derek Rose? Yeah, so that's how I was alluding to the Chris Bosch one. Mm. Yeah, so Derek Rose is number seven on this list. So um, he, five years, $94 million. I believe he might have played one year before he yeah. tore his ACL. Or was this off the back of his ACL? I think I, it might have been off the back of the, his ACL. I think they saw, he signed an extension. Yeah. But we so all know how that he, went with the Bulls. Because I think no, he still was on it. Because what, he, he got drafted 2008. I think he signed his, yeah, he would have still been on his rookie deal in 2011 where he tore, when he tore it. Sorry, 2000. Um, yeah, no, 2011, yeah, against Philly. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you have two more spots left. Number two and number nine on the list. Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. Oh, a hugger. <laughs> I just thought about I just thought about bad contracts and I thought immediately of him. I'm just living in your head. Players that got injured first year into a massive deal. No, the only reason I thought about him was there was a meme that he's starting his um, own like anti-woke merch. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love, uh, I love following him on Twitter, bro. He has some outrageous replies to his tweets because mm. he has like a real uh, right-wing uh, fan base. Oh, so funny. Uh, so he is number nine on the list. Uh, four years, $70 million. Oh, he, he missed the first two years on that contract. This is his third year on his contract where he came back this season. And he did fuck all this season on his contract. So next oh, year, okay. this, this coming season is his last year on his deal. So that shows you. I think I know number two. Aiden, I'll give you one chance because it's so obvious now, actually. Oh my god! I'm nobody's surprised. Coming, nobody's yeah. coming to mind. But oh, the fact just... that Brad Beal wasn't on it just 
No, yeah, bro. I think, well, Aiden, I think who, you're, you're counting your judgment. You hate Bradley Bill so much, but he's still everything in every game. Brother, think Chris of somebody. Chris who Kipps hasn't Kipps? played? Oh, no. no. Who hasn't played much <laughs> over the last couple of years? Yeah, E-Huck has got it. Kyrie Irving? Who are your, no. Who oh, are your clowns? Yes. Aiden. Oh, who'd you say? Ben Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Ben Simmons, number two. Yeah. <laughs> No, because like Ben Simmons is so irrelevant now. It wasn't even in my mind. Yeah, so Ben Simmons, five years, $177 million. Played one year on that contract, and that was when they flopped in the playoffs. Doc Rivers even said, I'm not sure if we can win with Ben Simmons. That Atlanta, that Atlanta um, series? Yeah, passed up a wide-open dunk. And then he demanded a trade after that, and you know the rest on that. So, If we're, if we're going like... NBA Ben Power Rankings, would you say Ben Gordon's ahead of Ben Simmons? Yeah, sure, I love ben. far and away. <laughs> far and away. Chicago yeah. legend, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Wasn't he the first, first ever uh, rookie to win six man of the year? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ben That's Simmons sad. never did that, did he? No. So <laughs> just to repeat the list, so we'll go from the worst contract voted to the least worst in the top 10. So we have John Wall at number one, Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward, Chris Bosch, Gilbert Arenas, Alan Houston, Derek Rose, Chandler Parsons, Jonathan Isaac, and then Lowell Dang. I'm glad this was a team game and I didn't just lose that 9-1. <laughs> yeah, Matt Ehager, you were absolutely on fire. I had to look down to make sure you couldn't see my phone. I did redeem myself from the NRL section. That was unbelievable. <laughs> um, yeah, you almost, you almost sat forward in your seat there, didn't you? No, so it was actually anticipation. No, I've just, you, I just always enjoy. I got the got the tweets from Woj and Shams, you know, so it just burns into my mind. Probably read that list yesterday. <laughs> Me I, know, I, know, I know the shit you look up on, on Google. <laughs> Fuck, I just go down some rabbit holes sometimes, though. Yeah. Oh, well. Great. No, that, hey. no, that segment, I think, lived up to expectation. Thank you. Tom, Thank you, you, guys. You blew me away there. It wasn't what Thank I thought you. it was going to be, so... You know, I was well just done. about I was just I was just about to go on a tangent about how Tyreek Evans got forty mil over two years and we thought that was amazing back in like two thousand and like thirteen. <laughs> but I won't get started on that. No, Tyreek Hill deserved it though. No, Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans. Why did I say Tyreek Hill? But Tyreek Hill probably deserved it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's ever seen forty mil in his life, but <laughs> I I'd oh. love Tyreek Evans in his rookie year as well. Hey, he's one of three players to ever average 25 and 5 alongside number one and two in the GOAT rankings. Unreal. MJ and he had a, had a very deep bag, Tarkins. Big fan. So, so did OJ time. Mayo. If we're, if we're really oh. going to go, if we're going to go there really quickly. I reckon, that's a, I reckon we have a segment next week about forgotten guys. Play, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot, forgotten players. Forgotten, forgotten players with very deep bags. Yeah, Danny Granger. It could be oh, another draft. Don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Don't get me started. The deep this bag for another player draft. The deep bag. Let's probably go for another hour if I end up talking about <laughs> the the goats from the early 2010s. Uh, we'll save save it for another day. Oh, just like don't want to blow the load all on podcast number two. <laughs> you know, Turkaloo. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. Do you guys Zach remember just Anthony Morrow really quickly? Oh. What a legend. Sniper. Had 40 points. 
<laughs> Talk about they randomly had 40 points. Yeah. All right. Anyway. You take us out. Anyway, lads, awesome little chat again. I hope the people enjoy um, us just chatting, chatting shit for the last hour, hour and a bit. If you guys enjoy this, let us know in the um, on the old Instagram. If you if you guys want us to chat about other stuff, let us know. Um, but yeah, same time, same place next week. We are out. Peace.